Welcome to the Free From Binge Eating Podcast with me, Breed, your host. Binge eating sucks. Trust me, I know. I was stuck in that spiral of binge, restrict, diet, yo-yoing weight loss, feeling guilty and ashamed, and hating my body for 10 years. Now that I'm out, I'm turning my pain into purpose by helping you stop binging, start loving your body, self, and life again. It's time to live free from binge eating. Are you ready? Let's go. Okay, ladies, I am back with another interview podcast episode with another of the amazing women from the group coaching program that just wrapped up. So this is Jenna that I'm going to introduce you to, and she's going to share her story. She's going to share what the group coaching was like, her biggest learnings, what she's still working on, and just so many other bits of wisdom and amazingness, basically, that she's going to share. It's such a cool, flowing conversation. She's just so sweet. You're going to love it. And for those interested in the next group coaching program, Jan 18th Start, this will be a really nice insight into what it's like. I know quite a few people I've DM'd with who are interested in it. There's sometimes this reservation of, oh, but you know, I don't know if I'm comfortable sharing in a group and talking about the problems. And I think that's something a lot of people feel because there's so much shame and secrecy behind binge eating and this whole food and body space. And I think those concerns are going to be put to rest with a lot of what Jenna shares, the beauty, the strength that she found in the community aspect. So definitely, definitely continue listening if you're interested in the group interested in the group coaching and want to hear about the power of community. So without further ado, let's hop straight in and chat with Jenna in three, two, one. Welcome Jenna to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. And then it's 6.30. Yeah, Yeah, it's so early. (laughs) But you're always so dedicated, like the whole group coaching program, killing it, like waking up so early for the group calls. It is a mission, but it's it's worth it, and I need it, so you do it. Totally. Um, so how about you just introduce yourself briefly to the listeners, and then we'll jump in. Okay, well, I'm 26 years old. I'm a mum, so I don't have many hobbies, because <laughs> my hobbies include running after a five-year-old. Um, I'm also a student, and I work full-time as well, so I'm a pretty busy woman as well, so... Yeah, I don't mind these early mornings. (laughs) Does sound super busy. What's the the job? I'm a copywriter for like a travel company. So Mm -hmm. I love my job. I'm so blessed. Like it's taken me years to find a job that I actually love. And I feel Mm -hmm. so blessed to have found one. So luckily during the day, it doesn't feel like work. Like I even Mm -hmm. see work as kind of like my escape time, like my me time because of how much I love it so yeah I love it (laughs) that is so cool yeah it does I think it takes most people quite a few years to find their thing yeah and it was really important for me to find a job that I love so I was pretty lucky to find it yeah like 24 I think I was yeah Yeah, that's actually pretty quick it took me (laughs) till like 28 to figure out my thing yeah no I feel really blessed it was yeah I was lucky (laughs) 
Cool. What are you studying as well? I study communications, majoring in advertising. So I do like a lot of copywriting in uni as well. Mm -hmm. Like every time we have a copywriting subject, I'm like, I've got this. (laughs) It's a really good feeling when you get a subject like that now. (laughs) Yeah, that is awesome. Love it. Okay, well, we're going to do a bit of quick fire questions, just fun, easy stuff, just to loosen up a little bit more and let people know some random things about you. Ready? Okay, these are, these make me nervous so much. <laughs> I always like to be prepared. So when I saw this like chunk of questions, I was like, yeah. oh my God, okay. Don't worry, they're super, super easy. Okay, first one is a yes, no kind of question. Well, not yes, no, okay. but either or. Introvert or extrovert? Introvert, 100%. I yeah. feel like I try to be an extrovert, but like I'm quite open with everything. But deep down inside, I'm like screaming. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, like, what do I say to that person? And I like to pre-plan everything. So I definitely say I'm an introvert, but I'm a wannabe extrovert. One day I'll be an extrovert. That's literally me too. I'm like, I'm such an introvert, but I'm just like trying to like force myself all the time to be an extrovert. (laughs) Yeah, I'm always like, I'll go over there and talk to that person. But inside I'm like, I really don't want to. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Actually, okay, so I had this on the question list that you kind of just said at the start, it's not a thing, because I, I wrote your favourite hobby, and then you kind of just said you yeah. don't have any hobbies. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I don't really have any hobbies, but, like, when I get, like, a spare moment to myself at, like, night time, like, when someone's gone to bed, I, like, get my iPad and I just, like, doodle on Procreate. Like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I'm, like, trying to learn how to do, like, calligraphy at the moment, but I mm-hmm. suck so bad. Like, people that do that are just naturally, like, talented and have beautiful handwriting. So that's kind of, like, my latest endeavor, I guess. That sounds like a hobby to me. <laughs> Pretty cool yeah, I mean, well. it's, yeah, I do it, like, when I have a spam moment and it makes me feel good. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. And how about favorite TV series? Oh, my God vampire diaries 100 oh, percent. like even even though it ended like ages ago I literally just watch it on repeat like all the time and even when I'm like cleaning I'll have it on in the background and like even when I'm with Summer like and I'm playing with her I put it on in the background because I love it and like Ian Summerholder is really really hot so he is. it's really nice to have him in the background <laughs> like I don't know I really read Vampire Diaries so yeah I always have that on cool yeah definitely doesn't hurt to have Ian Summerholder <laughs> in the background <laughs> yeah he, he's great <laughs> do you watch the originals as well I've started to get into the originals I watched like two seasons of it but I only just discovered Vampire Diaries just before lockdown like I didn't actually watch it when it was you know like a thing a few years ago so yeah I got into it like started this year and I've been watching it pretty much every single day since (laughs) so I haven't brought myself to watch the originals yet but I've started it a little bit yeah Hmm. I think it's pretty good but it's like a little bit too serious for me. Like I like the, oh yeah. I don't know what it is about Vampire Diaries, just a little bit more innocent or something. I don't know. Yeah, I kind of like, like my favorite part about it is like the love triangle yeah. between like Stefan, Damon and Elena. And I feel like originals doesn't really have that. Like everyone's yeah. kind of like, okay, here's yours. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. they have obvious kind of pairings. So yeah, but I'll finish it one day. <laughs> okay thing you love most about yourself 
Oh my god, that's a really <laughs> difficult question. Although one thing I have discovered this year, this is gonna sound so up myself, but something I really discovered this year is that I am actually talented when it comes to writing. Mm-hmm. Like I always kind of thought I was a bit average, you know. But then I don't know how I discovered it, but this year I realized that some people like genuinely just suck at writing, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then and like there's so many people that like make so many mistakes or just don't have like a knack for it so so I realized this year that I am actually good at writing and that that comes naturally to me so I feel kind of blessed like that so I kind of love that yeah I feel quite talented in that sort of field like that was a really great feeling I was like oh my god I'm actually really great at something like it felt really really good to feel like that yeah love that I bet you're also super fast at writing I am like I kind of laugh like I kind of find it funny because at the start of my job like when I got hired as a copywriter like my like the company I work for took such a big risk in hiring me because I had no future writing experience mm-hmm. they're like okay we'll just we'll just have you and so at the start like when they gave me a writing assignment or something just to write a paragraph would take me like an hour to do mm-hmm. like because I wanted it to be so perfect but now it literally takes like not even like a few minutes like it's just naturally mm-hmm. in me now like it's good so, yeah. so cool yeah um, um final question I don't think you said it in the intro but where did you grow up I actually grew up in England like oh, in, okay. in Northamptonshire um yeah I grew up there and then we moved to Australia when I was just before I turned 13 because I remember mm-hmm. I was so excited for my 13th birthday like growing up I was like this is when I'm going to be like an adult it's going to be amazing <laughs> and then I moved here like literally like my birthday's in January I moved in October and I remember sitting oh. like in a swimming pool by myself on no. my birthday thinking this is not what I thought it would be like <laughs> but yeah so yeah I grew up in England but now yeah I live in Australia <laughs> and where in Australia in Brisbane like the cool. Brisbane area awesome awesome okay well you survived the quick fire questions that wasn't as bad as what I thought it was yeah actually. that was pretty good yeah chill. <laughs> okay let's hop in then so let's rewind all the way back to kind of like I guess where your food and body issues kind of started and mm-hmm. just paint a picture what that whole journey looked like up until you decided to join the group coaching Oh my god, I feel like there's so much that happened. I know. <laughs> so like during school and stuff, like I was never a sporty kid, like ever. Sports mm-hmm. has just not been my thing. Like I was more of a creative individual. Mm-hmm. But like I just kind of ate whatever I liked, like when I was younger. Like I literally had like wedges from the school tuck shop. <laughs> like that was my thing. Like every single lunchtime I was like wedges, because I really <laughs> liked like chips and wedges. That was like, my favorite. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just ate whatever and I was like a normal size, like I was fine. And then after I finished school, I was in a relationship still and it was kind of a toxic relationship and he would make like little remarks about my weight, like just little things that kind of commented that he didn't really like my Mm -hmm. weight. And so that was kind of like the first time that I was kind of like aware of okay like there is something wrong with my size Mm -hmm. like that was kind of like the first kind of hint at that 
And then after, like, we broke up shortly after. Like, he was a dick. It didn't last very long. Um, But after that, it kind of, yeah, I was really self-conscious. And I got with my current boyfriend, Aiden. I got with him shortly after. And I feel like just entering that relationship, I was quite insecure. Like, I would Mm. kind of realise that there was something wrong with me. Like, I thought there was something wrong with my body and my size. And so I started to go on diets, like just random diets because I wasn't educated around food or anything at all and it was also around the time that I started like uni as well so I just yeah I don't know I just got into like a diet cycle where I would do something for a little bit and then completely binge afterwards Mm -hmm. and that happened for like a few years until about a year or two ago where I just kind of was like I kind of just gave up on the whole diet thing because I'm like I'm gonna binge all the time afterwards anyway mm-hmm. and it just got to a point where yeah I stopped yeah I stopped doing the diets and I just started binging all the time and to the point where it was like bulimia at one point as well mm-hmm. like I would eat so much until I felt sick and then I would like make myself be sick afterwards mm-hmm. And luckily, Aiden caught me a few times. Mm-hmm. So he took me to the doctor because he's like, it's not good, like, you making yourself sick. So luckily, I only had, like, the bulimia side of it for a few months. But the binging is kind of still always stuck. And since then, it's kind of like a every time you binge now and you you still binge to the point where you feel sick, but now you just kind of sit in that sickness and you just kind of, like, you feel it. Mm-hmm. Like it just kind of stays with you and it just kind of makes you feel crap. Like, yeah. So yeah, it just got to a point where I just kind of didn't care anymore. And I just, yeah, I was kind of just sick of just sitting like after a binge and feeling the way I did. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I felt like I tried every diet under the sun and it wasn't working. So I figured maybe I should focus more on the intuitive side because I haven't tried that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And then I saw your reels on Instagram and then I was like, yeah, she seems like she's really relatable. The fact that you actually went through it yourself as well. I was like, yes, I mean, she'll actually know like mm-hmm. what I'm feeling and not just think I'm, you know, have no control or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. I decided to give you a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when you reached out to me and you told me that you're in Australia and then you were like oh what time is the group call and I told you and you're like oh I'll do it I'm like whoa (laughs) this girl's dedicated at that time summer was waking up about 5am every single day anyway so I was like like I could do a group call 5am little did I know that was harder than what it like oh because it meant actually waking up at like 4.45 and trying to look half presentable (laughs) like that's why so many times I just rocked up and I'm like I don't even care if my hair's a mess and I look asleep like I need this for me yes no I love it because also Lauren like she was waking up early as well and like I know you guys are waking up early and I'm like I love how they're just showing up like natural like I love that it's it's just like we're just all girls like hanging out real time real talk kind of thing yeah you don't have time at that time of day to make yourself look decent yeah. so you're like whatever I'll just hop on as I am like Love what it. you see is what you get <laughs> yeah yeah um going back to like that first boyfriend the toxic one mm-hmm. it's so crazy how like you thought you were totally fine before that and then just yeah. someone else projecting like 
the way they see your body and that literally made you think there's something wrong with your body it's just so striking like it's really yeah the power especially like at that young vulnerable age yeah yeah it was horrible like it during the time you don't realize it because like he was my first love so you're kind of like blinded by love at the Mm -hmm. same time so when he makes these little comments you're like oh okay like oh I didn't know there was something wrong with me but it's fine it doesn't really mean Mm -hmm. much but then when you when like we broke up I was like oh my god like is it because there is actually something wrong Mm -hmm. with me like is it because he thinks I'm fat when literally I wish we were all as fat as the first time we thought we were fat like because I literally was not like oh I was probably like 75 kilos like god <laughs> I've seen that on Instagram a few times it cracks me up every time I see it because I was the same like when I was like 18 I thought I was fat compared to when I was 16 and I'm like yeah. girl you, you literally weren't really well <laughs> no <laughs> insane and then it sounds like Aiden, so Aiden is your current boyfriend yeah we've been together it'll be 10 years in like July 2021 yeah mm-hmm. he definitely sounds like a keeper he was he like I mean he got with me when I literally couldn't stop talking about my ex and my body <laughs> issues like he's been with me through everything wow. and like we've now had a kid together like we do uni together like he goes to uni as well so we sort of mm-hmm. balance that between us like He's really good. He's really good. Amazing. Do you feel like being with him has been healing in any way in terms of your body confidence and stuff? I feel like I wish I met him first. Like Mm. he does wonders for me. Like he, like there's been so many times that I've literally cried to him about how I feel Mm -hmm. about myself and stuff. And he will always be like, you know I'll love you no matter what your size like your size literally doesn't bother me Mm -hmm. at all like the only Mm -hmm. point it'll bother me is if it starts to affect you negatively like Mm -hmm. health wise but other than that he literally doesn't care about what I look like he just loves me for me Mm -hmm. and I'm like oh my god if I like that young influential Jenna heard that like that would have like literally changed my world like but yeah so he's just been with me through literally all shapes and sizes of me like all Mm -hmm. phases as well like he's been he's been really good but he's also like he's also like quite a lot skinnier than me as well Mm -hmm. so that's kind of been like playing on my mind as well Mm -hmm. because like my previous boyfriend was a little bit larger than me anyway Mm -hmm. so yeah that kind of played on my mind as well but yeah he was just so great throughout the whole thing that yeah you that's kind of like why I wanted to get better that whole time Mm -hmm. like because you want to do it not only for yourself but for him as well because he loves and believes in you so much but Mm -hmm. that's when you start to think that there's something wrong with you like why can't I stop like why can't I just you know eat Mm -hmm. healthy or whatever and be Mm -hmm. fine with it such a jam he's pretty he's pretty great he is a great he is good and he's a good dad too yeah, I feel really lucky. That's why I wish I, like, met him first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Before we go on, I'm going to jump in and share some juicy details on the upcoming Unleashed January 2021 group coaching program that I'm so excited about. I can't wait. So if 2021 is the year that you want to stop binge eating, stop hating your body, stop feeling so out of control and guilty with food, 
if 2021 is the year that you want to live free, free of all that energy and mental space to unleash your inner queen, then this group program is made for you. So what's included? It's a 15 week program. There is a video lesson and an audio meditation each week for you to go through. There are little mini integration tasks. So we're really actioning change and we're not just talking about it or watching a video lesson and then moving on. So we're actioning change. We'll have a one hour group call each week on Zoom. So super safe space where we just get to share and go a bit deeper into that weekly content. You'll have unlimited access to the DMs with me. So support all the way through as much as you need. Plus on top of that, you'll have four 30 minute one-to-one sessions with me just so we get to dive deeper into your specific story. And on top of that, we'll have our group Instagram chat just for that camaraderie, that support all the way through. So it's literally everything you could possibly dream of ever need to get those results that you desire and deserve. So if that sounds like the perfect fit for you, click the link in the show notes to get prices, more details, and of course, to grab your spot. So Jan 18th, 2021, Unleashed Group Coaching. Are you in? Let's do this. Okay, so we've got a vision of like what your whole Puna Body story was up until joining the group course. So let's jump into when you're in the group course, what did the experience look like and feel like for you? Well, like having the group calls every week for starters was my favorite thing. Mm -hmm. So basically entering the course, I was kind of like, I always believed if someone's going to help you, you should always be like 100% with them. Mm -hmm. You should be really transparent with everyone like who's involved in everything, like just be yourself. So I jumped into it kind of scared, knowing that I was going to open up to everyone. But Mm -hmm. literally from that very first group call, everyone could relate to everything that you were saying and everyone else was saying. It was like, oh, my God, (laughs) like I'm not like a weird alien that only does this. It's like everybody does this too. It's like, oh, my God. So that alone made me feel like it's not like I don't I'm not weird like Mm -hmm. everybody else is feeling that way too it made you feel like you're not alone straight off the bat Mm -hmm. and then yeah I just kind of kept on being myself and trying to like as the course progressed I tried to figure out what would work for me Mm -hmm. throughout everything that we've learned like all the tools and everything I found out what works for me and yeah just kind of tried to implement that in my life Mm -hmm. Love it. I love it. Yeah, it is really cool having a group of women who are going through basically the exact same thing. And it just normalizes all the struggle that you've been dealing with probably alone for so long. And it's just like, actually, all these even like these minute, like specific details, everyone else is like, me too. Yeah, like for so many years, like Aiden was literally the only person who knew about it like my even my parents kind of like had an idea but we never really spoke about it so for you just sort of starts talking to other people about it too it was kind of like this is weird but it's great because they actually understand yeah it was really nice so cool what do you feel like was the most difficult part of the journey oh my god (laughs) honestly there was so many of it like there was so many bits that were difficult well they seemed difficult because there were 
going out of your comfort zone and trying something new in relation to food that you hadn't tried yet so mm-hmm. that alone was kind of scary because like before like in the past because of all the dieting and stuff I know that when I try something new with food it ends up in me binging even more so right. it was kind of scary but yeah I don't know there was so many things that like worked for me so I don't know I think the whole thing was pretty scary in general. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was like a specific scary part for me mm-hmm. thanks yeah. for the honesty I feel like that's like real talk like it was fucking scary <laughs> it was fucking scary yeah. <laughs> but yeah such a good point that you're you were like conditioned in your mind to see trying any new food behavior as yeah. fearful because it's going to lead to a binge Mm-hmm. so that's so brave yeah. of you to yeah lean into the new changes yeah like I was just like I'll be 100% myself so she can help me mm-hmm. but knowing in the back of my head that if I try and change something it could end up getting worse so yeah yeah, yeah. I was like I'll just try it anyway like I need it screw it yeah <laughs> what do you feel like was the best part of the journey I mean, I really like the community aspect of it, mm-hmm. like the girls and everything. But I also really like the tools that you said, like the stuff about the higher self. Like she's literally my best friend. Like I talk to her all the time now. Like literally, I'll just randomly start talking to myself and then I'll like look to my left and pretend she's like, <laughs> I love that. Like I, I sound crazy. And like Aiden's caught me doing it a few times. I'm like, it's like, I can explain. So I've had to explain to him that I have like an invisible best friend pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, that was, yeah, she's really helped me through a lot of things. Like just having like an invisible best friend, I guess, mm-hmm. of like, but she's not just your best friend. She's you in like a few years time. Like she's yeah. at peace with herself. Like she has a good relationship with food. So you're constantly reminding yourself every time you talk to her mm-hmm like that that's what you want as well like you envision her like several times a day as you're Mm -hmm. talking to her and I feel like that's a good reminder for me about what I want and also I found like the whole three meals a day like just simply having three meals a day like I hate how basic and (laughs) obvious that sounds it's like it's like why haven't I thought of that before like everyone knows you know you should have like three meals a day and like snacks sometimes but you don't actually think that that's the key like that's the key for me to stop binging is to just simply make sure I have three meals a day like that I found that really works for me like that minimizes my binge so much like minimizes my chance of having a binge later that day you just don't want to because you're full Mm -hmm. from having the meal yeah yeah but I've noticed like if I do snack you're more likely to binge at the end of the day. So that's something that I've really tried to implement even now, like just still making sure I get meals in every single mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It is crazy how simple and obvious it is, but like, when you're so, so annoying how obvious it is. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like when you're so trapped in like the diet binge cycle and you just can't see out of it and you don't yeah. feel like, cause I think I remember you saying it, yeah, I think it was you who said, I'm scared to have the three meals because then what if I binge on top of that? And I was like, yeah. no, honey, it ain't going to work like that. No, yeah, yeah, I guess you're so used to just binging all the time that you think that having those three meals a day 
like and a binge on top like that's just gonna make you gain even more weight like Mm -hmm. it's not gonna help at all like you don't actually think oh that's gonna make me full and satisfied so I won't Mm -hmm. even want a binge yeah but yeah yeah totally totally so then what does life look like for you now after the course after the course I meal prep quite a lot and Mm -hmm. not just like chicken and veggies because that never has worked for me I'm always like why have chicken and veggies when you can go out and have like a delicious meal yeah so instead now I've learned to meal prep still but meal prep meals that I actually like Mm -hmm. like again that sounds so obvious like why would you (laughs) meal prep meals that you don't like but it's like you in the past you've meal prepped meals that you feel like you should have yeah not meal prep meals that you know you like anyway so because I know that the three meals a day thing works for me having meals in the fridge or the freezer that I know I'm gonna love if I open that tub kind of thing Mm -hmm. like that has helped me a lot talking to my higher self has helped me a lot and the whole like you were saying the fact that you only experience a feeling for 90 seconds like that has honestly been so life-changing for me so I know that if I get like a feeling of anger or jealousy or even like a feeling like a craving or something Mm -hmm. I know that I can sit in it and acknowledge it and choose to get rid of it after like a minute or two like, so I let myself feel that anger or that frustration. It's really hard to do that when you're angry and frustrated, but I tend to just like walk in another room or just sit there and literally close my eyes for like mm-hmm. a minute and then acknowledge how I'm feeling and then choose to get rid of it, knowing that I'm not actually feeling it anymore. Like I can get rid of that feeling and be okay again. So I choose to get rid of that feeling and then I just kind of sit for like another minute or so just to make sure that that feeling was gone Mm -hmm. and then move on with my day like that alone like that sort of practice and that like kind of mini meditation during the day has like made me so much more of a like less of an emotional person and more Mm -hmm. able to control like my feelings around binging and life in general like Mm -hmm. that alone has been kind of like saving grace for me and I think Aiden appreciates that too because I'm not like (laughs) screaming at him or whatever when I'm angry I'm like okay I'll be back in a minute like I'll just sit here and like feel what I'm feeling and then I'll come back in a few minutes feeling a lot more content Mm -hmm. so cool Yeah. yeah you're like spot on it seems it's like really cool to know that it won't last for more than 90 seconds unless we latch onto it and like ruminate but it is hard to do it it is really hard especially when you feel like passionate about something too like when you're like when you're jealous or something like you're like no like so it's like you have to like in that moment you have to realize like no I can choose to get rid of this feeling now so you kind of yeah you have to just keep practicing it I guess like at first it's really hard but now I know as soon as those feelings come up I need to just remove myself from whatever situations making me feel like that Mm -hmm. like if it's a post on Facebook or whatever I'll like literally throw my phone to the other side of the room and just sit there and I'm like no you're not gonna let that affect you like you're fine it's okay to feel this way and then you just really sort of feel that feeling and then yeah just choose to get rid of it you're like no I feel fine and you literally say to yourself like I feel great like I've got 
this coming up today and kind of like give yourself a mini pep talk as well to kind of distract you from that feeling yeah love it so empowering (laughs) as well it's hard but once you like practice it it's actually really nice to know that you can do that Mm -hmm. definitely and I remember something else that you brought up in like the last group call and maybe the one before was the power of community for you and that you shared with like your co-workers and all that so tell us about that and how it how impactful it's been for you that was really scary yeah we had like a at work we had like a connected session it was called web it was basically a session to normalize talking about mental health at work because you know like I said I work in travel and this year has been pretty hard on mm-hmm. everyone and I feel like the company probably recognized that and obviously even our founders felt that too like it's been a really stressful year for travel mm-hmm. for everyone so they decided that a session like this would probably be good for everyone and it was really good like there was so many people that opened up in that connected session and when people were opening up I felt like I had this like screaming sort of voice inside of me that's like you have an issue too Jenna like you need to say Mm -hmm. it like just say it like what can happen you know if anything you'll encourage others to open up too like they encouraged you so I was Mm -hmm. like okay screw it And yeah, I just opened up about my life. And yeah, one of them was the fact that, you know, I binging and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was really hard to do it. But literally, as soon as that session ended, I had so many messages from coworkers who sent me like, wow, that was so brave of you. I'm actually going through the same thing. And Mm -hmm. it was like, oh, my God, like even at work, like just saying something like that allowed other people to feel like they're not alone like of course you don't feel alone when you do the group call but even like in your life if you talk about it you actually find that there's people going through the same thing as well but they're just so shy or don't feel confident enough yet to say anything so yeah it was really really great and I feel like since that session everyone at work's been a lot closer as well because we opened up about quite deep stuff Mm -hmm. but yeah that were that alone was like yeah, it was crazy to think that people who you work with go through that stuff too, but they just didn't have the courage to say it. Yeah. It kind of made me realise that everyone has some, something that they're going through that you know nothing about. So like it kind of really opened my eyes. Yeah, it was really, really great. <laughs> I feel like it probably brought so much humanity to the people you work with, like instead of just like the professional yeah. face that people wear. Yeah, it definitely made everyone seem a lot more human. Like they actually go through stuff too. Like, yeah, it was a really, it was really great. And then coming back and telling like all the girls and stuff, like they were so surprised that, you know, you could open up at work and it's yeah. like, yeah, but it shouldn't be a surprise because of course they're human too. Like everyone's yeah. going to go through like similar experiences and stuff so it was just really nice to find out that other people who I work with go through the same thing that I am and they were just too afraid or shy to say anything Mm -hmm. yeah it was really nice yeah yeah no when I told to my best friends about my business like I actually kept it like on the download from most people I know because I was like oh I was scared to tell people about it and everything but when I told them they were like, oh, let me see the Instagram page. And they went to it and they're like, oh yeah, like I totally do this too. And I was like, what? 
Yeah, it's like such a shock when you find out that other people actually go through that too. Yeah. Like in your life. Yeah. Yeah, it is crazy. It is. So I was thinking it would be cool for you to give a bit of advice to anyone who's in their rock bottom of binge eating or even like the previous version of you. Like, what would you say to her? Oh my God. That's such a tough question. <laughs> um, so I reckon I would say to her, stop. <laughs> like I would say literally stop doing the diets. You know that the next one is just going to end up with you binging even more. Mm-hmm. So I would say to her that there is a line at the end of the tunnel. I would mm-hmm. tell her to write that letter to your future self because yeah. that really, really helps. Like I literally have that in my purse like all the time like it's always on me so whenever I'm out or whatever I can just look at it whenever I mean I don't need to now because she's literally like a ghost to me now yeah that's how often I look at it um but yeah I don't know I would like to anyone hitting rock bottom I feel like you think you like at my rock bottom I always thought this is just who I am like it's just your own fault because you can't control yourself around Mm -hmm. food. Like that is why you are the way that you are. So I think I would say to myself that it's not that it's not that at all. Like you can control yourself. You just need to address like underlying, not issues, but you just have to kind of familiarize like what works for you because different things work for different people. So, yeah, I would say that there is a light at the end of the tunnel and it's not who you are at all. It's just who you are right now. Like, mm. you can change that and you will change that very soon when you trust yeah. this woman. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it. I don't know. I Yeah, I would just let her know that it's not who she is and it's not her fault. Like, yeah. If anything, it's going to make your future you stronger because you're going to look back on your rock bottom self and think, I'm actually so grateful that she hit that mm-hmm. because then I would not be where I am today. So true. So true. Yeah. I actually had a one-to-one client call earlier today and it was like her second last session and she's like, yeah, I'm just, I'm really scared to like stop doing our calls together because I don't know if I'm going to slip back mm-hmm. into my old ways. And I was like that is literally impossible to go back to your rock bottom because you know so much now like you're a different person yeah like even now I slip up like I still have binges every Mm -hmm. now and then not half as much as what I used to but even now like when I do binge I see that as a it's okay like you just slipped up like every time you binge you're gonna get better like yeah I don't see it now as a, I binge, I feel like shit. Why did I do this? I can't mm-hmm. control myself. It's now a, when I binge, I'm like, that's okay because it's one step closer to not binging again. Like mm-hmm. you, of course, you're going to slip up. Everybody makes mistakes. You're all yeah. human. You're not just going to do this course and never binge ever again. Like yeah. you're of course going to have moments where you do that. But now instead of just sitting in it and feeling sorry for yourself or whatever, you now know how to deal with that in a much more healthier way and how to move on from that as well. Like, you know, that the very next day you can eat what you want still and you don't mm-hmm. have to super restrict yourself or go hard at the gym or anything. Yeah, so true. I almost view it as in the whole healing journey, like with everything you've learned now, kind of what you said, like every binge is just, it's just like a learning opportunity. It's like, okay, well, what does this yeah. indicate was not quite 
going well at this time? Like, was it emotional? Was it, I didn't eat the three meals? Like, what was it? And how can I do better in future? Basically, it's, it doesn't have to be this emotionally loaded thing where you're like, oh my God, yeah. I'm a failure and disgusting. Yeah, like, because before you felt like it was just your own fault because you couldn't control yourself. Mm-hmm. Rather now I know that quite often when I binge now, it's because I have a super busy day And it's because I didn't physically sit down and eat those three meals. Mm -hmm. It's because I decided to stop, like, instead of having dinner, I snacked all afternoon and something like that. Like, that's why, like, you identify that now and you know that you're not perfect. So, of course, you're going to have these slip-ups along the way. Like, Mm -hmm. that's, you're human. That's going to happen. Indeed, we are. (laughs) So, what would you say are some things that you're working on still? I would definitely say like still the three meals a day thing like even though that is such an obvious thing and Mm -hmm. you can easily work that into your life there is still so many days where that's not easy to do like whether you have to go into work for most of the day at last minute so you forget to bring like your lunch and dinner with Mm -hmm. you so then you have to think like when you're at work okay like I, I need to figure out my meals now or days like where I have a massive uni assignment and I'm literally stuck in the uni library all day something like that like Mm -hmm. there are still days where you are super busy or you're working and you're so into what you're doing that the day just gets away from you and before you know it it's gone lunchtime stuff like that so still trying to figure out those three meals a day on days like that Mm -hmm. is still what I'm working on Mm -hmm. like I feel like I'm still practicing the whole feeling my feelings and getting rid of them because mm-hmm. like I said that's hard still but the more you practice it the, the easier it gets kind of mm-hmm. thing so I'm still practicing that as well and yes I think I'll always talk to my higher self as a ghost now like I don't think that's something that's ever gonna stop because I just like it like it's there's something so freeing about just talking about your life to like to no one essentially like Mm -hmm. to this ghost but that ghost is you in the future Mm -hmm. so that's a really good reminder for me I see it as kind of my way of like manifesting in a way Mm. I was thinking that too yeah like I'm not into manifesting or anything but I feel like if I talk to like this future version of myself and she's so like at peace with herself and stuff Mm -hmm. like surely that's gonna make you feel like hopeful and better every single time you do it so I unintentionally just talk to her all the time now but every time I do that I'm envisioning her as well so that's such a good sort of mind space to be in as well so Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know those are the three things that work for me and I feel like especially in the meals a day thing like there are still areas that I need to work on and there are still areas that I need to sort of figure out a plan for mm-hmm. cool I love it the higher self thing cracks me up because Aiden first of all probably is like who the fuck is this bitch that taught Jenna to like talk to her ghost and then everyone listening is also like what the fuck is this yeah like that's why I quite often do it in my car because like before Aiden even knew that I would like had this higher self best mm-hmm. friend like yeah I would always do it in the car but then because I'd do it in the car I would randomly find myself like throughout the day like when I'm cleaning or whatever just like talking to her and envisioning her like 
there with me just having a conversation with her mm -hmm. and that's like when Aiden walked in and I was like oh my god okay so I have to explain this really really helps me but as soon as he knew that that was kind of like a a coping mechanism for me and that was a way to sort of like get things off my chest as well mm -hmm. like then he he doesn't care really you think he probably still thinks it's a bit weird but he keeps that to himself <laughs> he's a good man <laughs> oh I love it I love it well it has been such a pleasure chatting with you and hearing more of your story because I even learned things about you on this call that I didn't even know before as well <laughs> yeah no it's been fun it's been good like I said I just always think that if you're honest and transparent with someone they can help you far more than you know if you hold things back so I feel like yeah just being open and honest with someone is the best chance that they're going to help you thank you so much for joining the the group course as well it's so so nice to have you on board yeah no it was really really fun like I'm glad that you introduced that um we can still have a call like every mm -hmm. month to sort of like keep up with each other because I feel like yeah. we made good friends throughout that group call like they're a good bunch of ladies like, they are yeah yeah it's you know I want to like, like meet them in real life and give them right a group hug. I was thinking the same I was like oh it'd be so cool to like all Have like me. hang out in person one time yeah oh. <laughs> but yeah no I had to do the the monthly call thing because a bunch of you were like oh no I'm so sad it just gonna end next week and I was like oh my god I gotta do something yeah no you just want to keep talking to these girls because you can relate to them so much and it's like you want that in your life still like mm -hmm. and you want to see each other succeed too because yeah. now they are your friends it's like I want to exactly. hear how well you've done yeah and even if you're not doing well I want to be the one that you like can cry on like, yeah. yeah yeah they're like your friends now it's really good. so beautiful <laughs> well if if you're up for it let people know where they can find you on social media or wherever okay well my instagram handle is underscore genesis so j-e-n-n-a-s-i-s my brother created that instagram handle hence the name um but yeah that's pretty much the only one i use cool cool and i'll pop that in the show notes below so you guys can just click on through and ask her any questions if you want about the course or whatever it is cool well that's it thank you so much for taking the time and sharing so much with everyone no worries bye and that's the scoop for today i hope you enjoyed the episode and learned something new that you can start applying to your life if you took something from this episode it would mean the world to me if you could share it with someone in your life change someone's day change their mood or even their life be that person. I know I love it when my sister sends me podcast episodes. It just shows me that she's really thinking of me and wants to help me elevate my life alongside her. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram at, at freewithbreed. I'm always open to feedback, so let me know what you want me to speak about, what you love, what you want less of. This podcast is for you after all. Last but not least, here's how to win a one-hour, one-to-one session with me. Enter my monthly draw by sharing this episode or any of the episodes you've enjoyed, whether it's on your stories or on a post, and just make sure to tag me at Free With Breed. Simple as that. Okay, that's it from me. Have a wonderful rest of your day. I will see you next time.